This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Good morning and welcome to the chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's word, apply it to our lives, hopefully becoming more encouraged and more like Jesus. But if this is your first time finding us online today, I'm so glad that you're here and I pray that today will be a blessing. As as I was looking at my calendar and some upcoming things and realized uh, that it's August, that means that there is One big event coming up that we're all going to be a part of, back to school. I don't know about you, but I got to this part of the summertime with my kids. And as much as I loved having them around, it was challenging finding babysitters. It was challenging finding them activities to do. It was challenging (laughs) to keep them entertained. And so I was always grateful when we got to this time of the year that they were going to be heading back to school with uh, a structured routine and uh, back with their friends and that was always a blessing to me and i know you're out there the same feeling the same right it's it's happy that you get a little extra time to yourself and sad that they're going to be away from you but god got me thinking that i don't know if there's ever been a more critical time than right now to prepare our kids for going back to school. And I'm not just talking about backpacks and pencils. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, We're gonna be looking at God's word. We're gonna talk about some of the important things that are happening in the world today and how important it is for us to communicate with our children. So that's the topic for today. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for how your timing is always perfect. I thank you for this message today, and I just pray that you will open up our hearts, Lord, for what it is that you have for us. Holy Spirit, we just ask that you will work and move as only you can, and that you will give us wisdom and discernment, and that you will help us navigate uh, these challenging seasons, especially the challenges that we face in the world, and that you will help us prepare our children. We thank you for this time. And we just ask that you do a new thing in us. In Jesus' name, amen. So my kids are older now. Uh, My son, I think, was turned 28 this year. So doing these back-to-school things, um, the shopping and the prep and getting them prepared, I don't have to do that anymore, but it feels like it was yesterday. And there was a big chunk of their middle school time that I was a single mom. And so it was very overwhelming uh, to get kind of the list from school of what they needed um, for even, you know, gym or if there was some kind of sport or if there was some kind of class they were taking, you know, you'd go and, and walk through the school and find the locker. And then what do you need? You know, backpacks and sneakers and, and new underwear. And, you know, the list is, is limited or endless. And it was challenging to kind of do that all on my own and and navigate that on my own. 
And I remember back that the physical things were way more important, right? I had my own mental list of things that I wanted to get them, how I wanted them to be prepared. But truly, I don't remember spending a lot of time with them, sitting down with them and pouring into them how to truly prepare for being with a whole bunch of other kids, with a whole bunch of other beliefs, being taught by teachers out of school books and and what that looks like. And I know today it's much more challenging for our children today with the shape of the world and the different truths that are coming at them and the different beliefs. And that's what God wants us to talk about today. Are we really preparing our children with the necessity items that they need to go back to school? And if there's anything that you need to make sure they have before they go back, it's that God's truth is in them, that they know who they are in Christ, and that that's a continual conversation that you have with your kids each day. I remember um, my son, he was a little bit more challenged um, with attention and learning. And so I was always really on point, making sure I was talking to his teachers, making sure I was getting him the right help that he needed so that he could pass, that he could get the extra one-on-one help if that was available. Just really working as his advocate and, and in that, there was a lot of phone calls. There was a lot of running around with some meetings after school. There was just a lot of energy that went into helping in that situation. And you know, it's the same with when your child is in a sport or in music, right? You're taking them to band practice. You're making sure that they have an instrument or you're making sure they have the uniform. I mean, we spend as parents a lot of time and energy making sure that our kids have what they need to go to school. But when you think about what they experience when they walk out our door and the many different situations that they can find themselves in each day, situations that are very challenging that I think even as adults, we don't face that many different situations. Are we preparing them for that? Are we preparing them to go back to school after a whole summer of fun, you know, and hanging out? Are we preparing them to go back and to endure those things? And so I want to look at God's word today. And this is just a gentle reminder as we're wrapping up summer, as we're making our way through August, as schools will be starting again, and we need to, as parents, as grandparents, as caregivers, ramp up and go out there and get the school supplies they need and get them signed up for things and for sports and music and all of that. But are we spending the time? Are we having the conversations that we need to have with them about other kids, about religion, about truth, about patience, about love, about forgiveness, about who they are as children of God. Proverbs 22, 6 has to be one of those famous verses that we have, right? Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, 
he will not depart from it. What does training them up even mean? When I think about that, I, I'm thinking about my grandson right now who over the last week has been saying the word kitty and mama a lot. Dada was his first word. And so we would encourage him, you know, to say mama. And, and I would have videos of him, you know, I'd go mama, mama. And he would look at me and he'd go da 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 da. So I know that he knew mama, but he wasn't saying it. But when we think about training up a child, I told my daughter, okay, you're going to need to be mindful of your words because he's now going to be repeating everything you say. And I think that we forget that sometimes. We need to be leading our children by example. When they see us uh, work and move in our daily lives, they're, they're like a sponge. They're recording everything. They're receiving everything that we're doing. Every emotion, every thought, every word, you know, they're taking their, that in and they're using it as, well, this is how we do it. This is how we do mom and dad. We follow mom and dad's example. And so just by how you are operating in your day-to-day -day life, your children are looking at you. Your children are modeling your behavior. And so when I read this, this verse, train up a child in the way he should go, so much of what it is is not just these intentional conversations that we have where we're training them how to do something. It's actually them modeling our behavior and our actions and the way we handle things from day to day. So that alone is a reminder of, okay, how am I in front of my kids? How am I behind closed doors? Because my children are watching me and they're going to be doing the exact same thing that I am doing. I think about this, uh, Ephesians 6, 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in discipline and instruction of the Lord. Going back to my single mom days, there were lots of times that anger is a secondary emotion. So if I'm tired, if I'm stressed, am I, if I'm feeling the weight of my situation and all of a sudden they come up for the 10th time that day and ask me for a snack and I snap and anger is my secondary emotion and I release, release on them the anger of, I've told you no more snacks. You know, there's my anger. And what are they learning in that situation? Well, they're, they're learning how to push my buttons for one, but they're also, I'm not helping the situation in my anger, right? I'm to bring them up in discipline and instruction, modeling again, ways for them to handle situations. So it's something that we have to be mindful of as we are training up our children is that we do need to be on a lot. We need to be preparing them in many different ways and being mindful of our actions, modeling Christ, right? This is why we do the chair. This is why we have Bible study. This is why we go to church is to learn how to be more like Jesus. And when you are in a parental 
role, grandparent, when you're a caregiver, when you're raising a child, you are needing to be modeling Jesus to them in how you live your life so that we are training up that next generation. Deuteronomy 6-7, you shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. There's lots of modeling each and every day and this is a conversation, an ongoing conversation that you are having with your children, not only modeling your behavior to them, showing them how to be like Christ, but conversations on a daily, daily, weekly, daily measure of, of how to be like Jesus and how to operate in that. And after a while, it's going to become like second nature. They're going to come to you, hopefully, prayerfully with a situation, and you're going to start talking it out. Well, what would Jesus do in this situation? Or what did we just learn about at church? Or what do they, what have they been telling you in Bible school, Bible study? You, you need to be doing those things. And, and what does that look like? Well, let's talk about that for a second. I also think about this when we read that verse, teach them diligently and talk of them when you sit and when you walk and when you lie down and when you rise up is that we have to start having those hard conversations with our children at a much younger age. You know, the talk about sex and about drugs and the things that back in my day, I think my parents waited until I was, you know, a teenager. Okay, it's time to have that talk. My friends, we need to be having that talk much earlier today. We need to be talking about how does God want us to treat our bodies uh, physically? How, what does God want us to put in our bodies? What does that look like? The battle that we have with the enemy each and every day, the temptation that we have living in this fleshly body and how do we walk that out as being like Christ? We need to have those conversations. We can't afford not to. We can't afford to wait any longer because your child is going to be learning about things at school from other people that you don't even want them to know about just out playing on the playground. And so when I think about this and these verses, these are conversations that you should be having with your kids around the dinner table saying, okay, tonight's tough topic is this. And we're going to talk about this and what are your thoughts on it? And this is what we think about it. And this is, this is what God's word says about it. We need to be more active participants in this conversation and be proactive instead of being reactive. And I really truly believe that this is what the Lord wants us to be mindful of as we're going into this next season. Things are getting more and more challenging in the world. And the many different truths that are out there are making their way to our children. And we, as parents, as grandparents, as the adults, need to protect them and prepare them and help them by sharing the truth, the hard truth, and nothing but the truth. Which brings us to 3 John 1, 4. I have no greater joy than this to hear of my children 
walking in the truth. I can't imagine today raising my children in today's day than back when I did it 14 years ago when they were still in school and middle school and in high school. And I definitely, my heart goes out to you parents that are facing much more challenges today with phones and social media and TikTok and the dark web and all those things, virtual reality and AI and all of that. And so that's why it's more important, more important today than any other time that we've ever faced before is to come together as a body to help each other, to pray for each other, to make sure that we are all on the same page. It takes a village to raise up a child. And I believe that that's what we are called to do today is we need to be spending more time praying for each other, making sure that we know the truth, being aware of what's happening in our in our situations ourselves, but also our neighborhoods, our communities, and around the world. And be praying against the devil and what he is trying to do to our children. And I, I guess I want to leave you with this. You know, we talk a lot in our teachings and, and in, in church and, and all of that about the battle that we face, right? And how the lies come at us like these fiery darts. And we ourselves experience that as adults. But I'm, I'm here to tell you today that our children are going through those exact same battles. And if we're not preparing them, if we're not giving them the tools and resources, if we're not making them aware that this is a battle, then the enemy is going to win. And we've already seen countless children fall away from suicide and drug overdose and, and things that are happening to them sexually. We need to make sure that we are modeling Jesus to them, that we are praying for them, that we are protecting them. And it starts with awareness, which is why we're doing this today as we're preparing our kids to go back to school. Don't just get them the extra pencils. Don't just get them the backpack and the new shoes. Make sure that you are mentally and spiritually preparing them for this back to school journey and everything that, that that means. Make sure that you are praying God's protection over them and giving them the tools they need to fight uh, spiritually today as well. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, I'm, I'm so grateful for your truth. I'm so grateful for how much you love us. And Lord, it is a challenging time that we face raising children. There are so many things happening in the world today, so many distractions and detours and things that can lure our children away from your path, Lord. And you're asking us to stand up. You're asking us to rise up and to protect our children and prepare them. Prepare them, Lord, for, for the journey that they are going on. We just ask that you'll help us to be more mindful, that you will help us to be more aware, that you will give us wisdom and truth when we're not sure how to handle and talk about this particular thing, that it will be your words that you give us, Lord, words that they'll be able to understand and take into their heart and that they'll be able to walk that out each day. We thank you for how much you love your children. And we just ask that you help us each day walk that out and model Jesus to the world, 
to our families and to our children, that they may do the same. We love you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and for enjoying us and being here today and for joining us. Enjoy every single minute that you have with your kids before they go back to school. Enjoy the play dates and the picnics and the times at the beach and make sure that you prepare them for next year. Thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.